been thinking kind of hard about making an opening segment for this podcast and I can't think of anything <laughs> so whenever I find an idea I'm gonna change this opening into something better just take something nice to eat or to drink get cozy get comfortable and I hope that I'm able to entertain you or teach you something new about yourself or a concept that you didn't even know about. See you. Hi everyone. This um, is actually not a planned episode. This is just another rant and I will come to decide whether or not I want to put it out there. Basically, I wanted to talk about um, anger as an emotion. Even though, I say, I don't consider anger to be an emotion. So, while we're beginning this topic, let me quickly go on internet, on safari, and look whether or not anger is an emotion. Oh, okay. <laughs> According to the American Psychological Association, Anger is an emotion characterized by antagonism towards someone or something you feel has deliberately done you wrong. So, as you can hear, anger is an emotion, even though I didn't think it was. The way I used to see anger up to this right now point is as a precursor to an emotion. You're angry because of something. You're angry because you feel misunderstood. You're angry because you feel hurt. Like, anger doesn't stand on its own. And even in the definition that I just read, you can notice that anger doesn't just stand on its own. You can't be just be like, I'm angry, full stop. You're angry because of something. Something brought the anger. Now, um, my personal take on all of this is that I do not like anger. It's something that I... <laughs> dislike with all of my being and it's bad to the point where if i'm angry i won't even want to use the word anger i'm just like no i'm not angry i'm just hurt i'm just a bit sad like i will use all of the word possible just to not get to use the word angry this leads me to asking myself why am i so afraid of anger why is this something that I try as much as possible to not identify to, you know? From past experiences, <laughs> okay, my vision of anger, not gonna lie, is very, very, very limited because it's been shaped by movies and TV shows I watch. And you know, on those, not even necessarily on the action TV shows, even on normal TV shows, every time they represent anger, it's always men or women acting in a crazy way, doing things without thinking behind what they're doing, just outbursts. Yeah, they represent anger as an outburst. And I don't know if lots of people can relate to this, but as an introvert personally, I do not experience outbursts of anger. I do not even experience outbursts of loss of emotion because I would rather keep my emotions to myself and deal with them and process them and analyze them rather than just reacting on the spot. 
Okay, so maybe my problem with anger is that it's um I don't want to judge an emotion because everyone has the right to feel whatever they want. So if you're someone who gets angry often and you're listening to this, don't feel like I'm judging you for being angry. No, I'm just giving my take on this on the whole um, on the whole thing. So I see anger as something that just happens on the spot. You don't get time to sit and think and then decide to be angry. Angry, I'm sorry once again, but to me it's an immature emotion because you can't you can't um take time to get angry. I don't know if you see where I'm where I'm coming to. You don't take time to get angry, you just get angry because you didn't take time to process the situation that made you get to that point. And yeah, personally, I see angry as an immature emotion because there are other ways you could express what you're feeling without getting angry at people. At the end of the day, when you get angry, what happens? What good comes out of it if not for people fearing you, if not for people saying things such as, oh, don't do that, otherwise he or she or they will get angry. Is your goal in life to make people be afraid of you? I'm not going to judge you once again. Everyone does whatever they want to. Some parents, <clears throat> and that's um, a topic for a whole other episode once again. Some parents actually base your whole education on making their kids being afraid of them. Oh, I won't, I don't want to do that. My parents will get mad at me. My parents are going to beat me, but that's not education. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's not education. Your kids are not inspired by you they are afraid of you anger leads to fear fear of the person and if you're someone that gets angry all the time there are high chances that people don't want to communicate with you so in a way don't you think it's better to learn on how to express and process whatever you're feeling rather than just getting angry it's just my (laughs) My little bit of recommendation, you can take it or leave it. But something you would like to consider, maybe. Maybe. So I want to take this segment of the episode to discuss my personal experience with my lack of anger and how sometimes anger could <laughs> yeah could maybe be a good thing or not even anger but maybe recognizing that it's a valid emotion. So if this segment had to add a title, the title would be Anger as a Valid Emotion. Let's get into this story. When in 2023, this happened two years ago, I was back home for holidays. I just came back from my year of foundation and I had this friend who texted me on Instagram. We went to primary school together and they said to me, let's meet on a, on a random day just to catch up and just have fun i guess i was like okay no worries if i have time we're gonna choose a date and meet on that day we chose a date let's say we chose saturday we were on thursday i freed of my saturday friday night came that friend texted me to tell me they were supposed to go on pardon on a burial and they were really apologizing, apologizing. And I asked them, like, okay, 
this person that maybe it wasn't a family member i want to emphasize that it was a family friend like it wasn't a direct person to them that they had lost it was a family friends to them that they had lost and they said to me oh my family and i we need to go there to address our condolences so i won't be able to make it for saturday and i told them bruh it's okay like you don't need to apologize so deeply it's not like i'm gonna overreact i understand things happen we're just gonna choose another day and they're actually the one who chose the other day to me the other day i was afraid of my whole day i remember so clearly afraid of my whole day and the day before we texted right on the morning i wake up i was at my house i was waiting for a text i texted them no response and on that day in particular i had another plan so i needed them to tell me whether or not we were still gonna see each other so that i could i could um confirm or cancel on my other plan because i was supposed to go on a party with my siblings what's happened is that i cancelled on the party and they cancelled on me but they didn't cancel on me like that they didn't cancel they didn't say why do i keep saying they okay let me just continue with the day because i started with the day okay they didn't cancel like that they didn't say anything came back on the monday because this was still on the saturday came back on the monday texted like nothing happened hey how are you doing hope you had a nice day so far and honestly because of the way the conversation was i just assumed that maybe i was the one who scheduled our second outing for that day and that they had never even made a plan of seeing me that day so i took it i mean i was like okay maybe it was my mind playing me tricks inventing whatever this never happened on that same week the schedule and the thing i was like wow <laughs> this is actually getting getting um disrespectful maybe maybe i need to start calling things by your names and the it's still on site it was always on saturdays because this was although this was holiday period those holidays i had lots to do so i couldn't just get out any single day of the week and we had a conversation that same week about whether or not it would be possible to see each other on the sunday and i want to emphasize on the fact that i personally when i'm back home i don't go out on sundays sundays are the day where we just all stay at home with with family you know so tell me why i told this person okay are we able to free up my sunday knowing that i don't even go out on sunday like it didn't make sense but i was so ready to accommodate to whatever would be best for them um we didn't make any plans for the sunday but they said to me okay i've already canceled on you once i want to make it up to you this time i'm very serious let's do this let's see each other another day plan another day cancel a random friday night they text me all happy like oh hi this and i told them like wait you're sounding all nice and everything good for you but you can't just keep canceling on me like i'm sitting at my house waiting for you to make plans so that i can decide on my life like this is disrespectful then yes well 
yes how it ties with today's topic they asked me are you mad at me and i said no i'm not mad and i explained everything i was feeling and in that explanation of how i was feeling i was basically explaining how i was angry but i was trying so hard not to use the word angry i would I say things such as yeah i felt a bit disrespected i would use all the words possible just not to say that i was actually angry and i want to add that in the days and weeks previous to that my body was tr- trying to tell me how this situation made me feel this situation made me feel disrespected because there's no way that you will make plans with someone and you don't even have the decency the what word can i even use the amab- amability i don't know if it's an english word but it's a french word amability to cancel properly to just leave the person like you never even made plans with them it is disrespectful and i had the right to feel hurt i had the right to be angry so my body was trying to send me all these signals. I will have back pain. I will have headaches. I will have stomachache. And I wouldn't understand. And in that sense, I feel like 2020. It was in 2020. 2021? Yeah, two years ago. 2021 was such a big year for me emotionally. Because it's the year where I finally understood that some of the things I was feeling in my body didn't have to do with my physical health but rather my emotions that were trying to get expressed one way or another my body knew that if it didn't try to hurt if i didn't feel something in my body i wouldn't take time to sit down process how things made me feel so coming back to the story when i was explaining how oh when i was explaining in all different languages and ways that i was hurt they said to me this person said to me okay how can i make it up to you so this particular sentence they said to me i could delve into two ways to dissect it so the first way will be to continue in the topic of anger and the second way will be to to start picking into an apology and i prefer delving into the apology part because that's a topic i wanted to talk about for a really really long time so when you say to someone that you've heard how can i make it up to you maybe this is an unpopular opinion but i feel like it is dismissive look at it that way it is something that hurt me I take it because me personally if i complain about something it's not the first time that it happened if i complain about something that means that it's one time too much i know this might not be relevant to everyone but everyone that knows me kind of knows that about me you know so if you do something to me and i complain about it you know it's not the first time you've done it you know it's not the first time it affected me and you know, I'm everything but a confrontational person. So it actually took me so much self-reflection and so much effort to actually come about and even express that emotion, you know. And for you, after me doing all the work of expressing myself, for you to also expect me to provide a solution, I might as well just, like, I don't know. <sighs> I might as well just 
not say anything because if i have to come to you and tell you how what you did affected me and at the end of the day i have to be the one finding a solution to no longer be hurt what's the point of me expressing myself you know maybe you might or might not agree with that and that's perfectly fine that's perfectly valid not to agree with what i'm saying but uh, that's <laughs> i don't think it is a good thing to expect from people you've heard to provide an answer to how you're supposed to make it up to them so i'm coming to this tweet i saw on twitter the other day i spent a lot of time on twitter to be for real the tweet was about the right way to apologize so the first step to an apology is own the mistake the second step is express remorse and the third step is offer change in behavior so let's say i've stay in this example of we make a plan you're unable to to commit to whatever plan we made you don't even tell me you just leave me there as if my whole life revolved about with waiting for you to confirm or cancel our plans and that's something that is disrespectful like i mentioned before so how can you apologize properly in this particular situation first time own the mistake and that's a step most people forget about an apology they just assume that that if they are apologizing they're owning the mistake they will just say most people will apologize and keep it at the bare minimum of i am sorry or i did not mean to do this but you have to own the mistake you have to let the person you're talking to know that you admit what you've done to them i'm sorry that i cancelled on this plan i'm sorry that i affected you i'm sorry that i hurt your feelings you own your mistake because it all stems from a mistake you start at the beginning the second step is to express remorse and believe it or not people know when you're genuine with your apology it's not only about saying that you're sorry i'm moving on is to express that you know you've done something bad and this is something that is so important i'm sure either you've already found yourself in situation or if that's never been the case you will in this lifetime find yourself in a situation where people don't even feel sorry for what they did to you either because they are bad people simply or because whatever they did is isn't wrong in their values and the way they see the world is wrong to you because you see the world differently from them so they won't actually feel any remorse towards the situation you will be the one feeling hurt and they will just apologize because that's what your reaction tells them to do but that doesn't that doesn't create a remorse in them they apologize because they know they need to do it in order to move forward but at the same time you need to recognize that you can't force someone into feeling sorry you can't force the compassion out of someone like you can't create that you can't create emotions in people after you don't express any remorse what is left to do is offer a change in behavior and this is the part i have the most problem with because some people like i said before expect you to find the solution 
offer a change of behavior that means offer a solution and then maybe the person will agree with the solution you offer maybe they won't in that case it's all about communication but at least show that you actually have an intention of doing things better and if you kind of notice step two and three correlate in the sense that someone who doesn't know that what they've done is wrong cannot actually find a change in behavior if i don't know that what i did is wrong how can i change something i do not know is wrong so it's actually important to choose the people you love in your life (laughs) i know it sounds really basic really even dumb to say choose the people you admit in life but it's so important the same way you can't force someone to feel things you can't force someone to have the same values and you just choose the people whose values align with yours in order not to spend your whole time and your whole life trying to convince someone else that the way they see the world is wrong because at the end of the day maybe they are not wrong maybe there's no wrong and no right maybe it's just you and the other person saying things so differently there's no black or white red or blue okay i'm (laughs) i i'm delving into something completely different i hope you were able to see the three steps of an apology and i hope that next time you do something wrong you're able to apologize in the proper way I just wanted to mention that there's actually a difference between offering and doing something. When you apologize, please, please, please do not limit yourself at saying, I'm going to do things better the next time. I'm going to change. I'm going to try. I'm going to this. I'm going to that. Actually, take steps to do that. And I'm talking to my girls out there to not listen towards, look at the actions it sounds like the most basic thing i could tell you but it is so 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 essential someone can read all of the books in the world to know how to act towards you but there's no book that will teach someone where to get the pureness of your heart look at the actual the person and look at the intention behind the actions on that note i could briefly evoke the topic on the difference between niceness and kindness i will see how this all ties to anger and apologizing but i had this conversation with my friends the other day and we're trying to see what's the difference between being nice and being kind and what we came up with i do not even care that's the official definition you're gonna look up for yourself but we came out with the idea that niceness is about outwardly appearances niceness is about how you how you present yourself and how other people perceive you whilst kindness is about your heart it's about what comes out of you what are your intentions you're a kind person you're a good person you have a pure heart whereas a nice person wants everyone around them to think they're nice oh i have something so 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 interesting to say about nice and i want to talk about nice guys okay okay if you're a nice guy and listen to this for this part of the episode <laughs> prepare yourself to be offended 
I personally have a big, big, big vendetta against nice guys. What is a nice guy? A nice guy to me is a person who thinks that because they are doing the bare minimum, they deserve the world. And if you can't see what's the problem in that, the problem is that doing the bare minimum is something everyone should do. You're not special because you're being polite. You're not special because you say good morning to people. You're not special because you answer to texts in time. You're just being a decent human being. And in the mindset of some of the men I've interacted with in my life, they think doing the bare minimum is what they need to do in order to get the women they're interested in. And it's actually so sad when you think about it because why do nice guys think they deserve women? Why? Because they think the alternative to being nice is being a bad boy. So since they are not bad guys, they are nice guys, they deserve the women. Women should leave all the bad guys and go to the nice guys as if they were just, it was just a black or white. Like, since you don't want the bad guy, go with the nice guy. But these are actually pygmies, if you think of that. They are doing everything in their power to shame women into thinking they are decent people. You're not even decent in that, in that sense, you know. You're not even decent. And you see on social media, a lot of girls, it's something that we have been saying for a very, very, very long time. A lot of conversation I have with guys, they always I don't know how they do it. It's almost like a superpower. They will find a way to remind you that, oh, at the end of the day, women don't like good guys. You only like the bad guys. What? Since when? Please tell me. I want the exact this. I want the statistics. I want everything because I don't know where that comes from. I have a majority of female friends. And I don't see them walking around running towards bad guys. If you think about it properly, whatever you're calling bad guys are guys that actually have personality. And you would consider yourself to be nice. You're a doormat. To close up the topic about nice guys. <laughs> it's not even a topic I can just close off. But I don't want to go on and on and on about it. My only thing is... Do not let your existence be about being nice. There's so much more and there has to be so much more about you. You can't expect decent, very minimum behaviors to be enough for trying to conquer the other gender, you know. That's not enough. The same way you wouldn't expect that from someone. Do not expect someone to only desire that from you. Do not let your identity being about the fact that you're not bad, if it makes sense. Like find something to do, find a hobby, find things you're interested in, learn a new topic. Don't just go around social media and in real life telling women how at the end of the day always end up with the bad guys because they are dumb and you being a normal person should be enough for them to want and accept you like you are 
develop your personality there has to be so much more about you you know i'm sure there is i've come to the realization that the reason why i don't get angry isn't because it's not an emotion that i feel i'm not an alien who doesn't feel some emotions and feel other it's because i actually gaslight myself into letting things light some of the things i put in called less light actually affect me so deeply to the point where like i said earlier i will feel it in my body but in my brain i will actually force myself into thinking no this is not that bad it's not that deep don't make a force out of it just let it slide and i will actually gaslight myself into not letting things affect me in a way not in a way objectively that's not a good thing all emotions are valid at the end of the day there are reasons why emotions exist emotions exist to serve as a springboard for more effective and more genuine communication so whatever you're feeling just let it be let it be felt allow yourself to be in touch with your emotions allow yourself to be sad allow yourself to be happy and as i just learned i can also allow myself to be angry no one would be disgusted by me if i get angry no one will hate me because i decided to be angry at this situation that affected me so deeply and more importantly my body will actually thank me for allowing that emotion to come out but in the same way where it's okay to be angry it's equally important to know how to express your anger anger doesn't have to be what you see on tv throwing tantrums um breaking things insulting people it can just be a logical and respectful communication of what you're feeling as simple as that it doesn't have to be violent it doesn't have to be hurtful it doesn't have to be you trying to make the other person feel the way they made you feel it's not a basis for revenge that's not the goal of getting angry you know like any other emotions it's like a wave it comes and it goes it will come and it will go don't let your anger turn you into a person you're not i hope i was able to discuss this topic in a way that actually helped anyone listening to this say things differently or start a conversation whatever the conversation might be feel free to join me on my social media that you will see on the bio of the podcast And thanks again for listening to this episode. See you. Thank you for listening to Glowing Soul the podcast brought to you by Cindy. See you in the next episode.